NFL Nation, we are back. We are coming off another hot week. We are picking them well. Follow along. I know we're, we're, we're getting winners. Uh, it's been a really fun start to the season. To nobody's surprise, the Giants are 4-1, and one, looking like a force to be reckoned with. Jason, how you doing tonight? Pretty good, man. Pretty good, man. It was a big week, and you had a, a monster week, to say the least, man. You backed up a $100,000 win in college football with a $20,000 win in uh, in golf. And you actually played the lineup you built on the PGA DraftCast. So I'm going to make sure I play your lineup in the NFL DraftCast. So I want you to have a good lineup going tonight. Um, nice little slate. Had a fun game uh, on Sunday night and Monday night. It's going to be a boring game most likely on Thursday. But the main slate, it's got a big game. I'm sure we'll talk about it. Dave, you're the big winner though, man. Me and Joel are the big losers. We're Met fans. You're an Eagles fan, and you're a Phillies fan, and you're coming off a wild card win, and then you took out the Braves. Joe, let me ask you before we go to Dave. I asked somebody today, you know, being a Met fan, and you can't say neither. Who would you prefer to win in the series between the Braves and the Phillies? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I – as a whole, I dislike the Phillies more, but because the Braves, I think, are a better team, I'm going to root for the Phillies. <laughs> All right. My, my vote was I have more friends who are Phillies fans. I guess I'll give it to the Phillies right now. And the Braves are the better team now. So, yeah, I'm going Phillies as well. So, Dave, yes, we, we bury the lead, man. You're the big winner. Phillies move on. Mets up. You know – I feel so warm right now. I mean, I can't tell you how good you guys make me feel. Like, Joel, that took you almost a full minute to just say the word. Okay. That was awesome. But, um, no, I mean, I'm not the big winner, but I will say Philly's the big winner right now. You're right. It, things are – this is an amazing time in Philadelphia for some of you guys that do follow from the area. Um, you know, I tell the story. You know, it's been 11 years since we've been in the playoffs, and now we're, we're making up for some lost time. Uh, really exciting game the way – win seven six and then big football game this weekend sunday night football been telling people it should be cooper rush i think it will be cooper rush i think dak is healthy but they can't take that boy out right now it's gonna be a good game joe just so you know just to, so you can sleep easy tonight the phillies won't win the world series the eagles won't win the super bowl so we'll <laughs> live stress free we'll live stress free as mets fans just, oh, wait, don't have to worry 17? about anything I mean, we can we can watch all these teams lose um and I don't even know who I'm rooting for, but let's talk about NFL. Let's do two and pass right now. Let's Before go through the main yeah. Do two and pass. Can I, I just want to address one thing about the NFC, what used to be least. Right. And has now become maybe the best division in football. Is yeah, that fair to say? And, and you're right, only because people say, oh, they play each other. Not They're 11 to 2 outside the division, I think. They, like, they're beating every, like, they haven't even really played each other yet. They're beating the teams outside the division. So I, I agree. I mean, the, the Giants now, that's two huge wins. Titans and Packers. Eagles have beaten the, you know, Cardinals and Vikings. Vikings are 4 1. So th there's some good wins out there. Quality wins. Yeah. Shocking that the Jets and Giants both went on the same day. I haven't seen that in a long time either, man. Really? So pretty wild, man. It's a pretty wild start. The Raiders, I don't know how they're, you know, only a one win team. They, they've looked I know good. how. Josh yeah. McDaniel. Yeah, probably that guy. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Adams. Pushing cameraman at the end of the game, not not going to be a good look moving into I next too. week. Oh, he already he already did. He pressed charges. <laughs> Feliz, 
a police report. Yeah, he just made like millions of dollars from getting pushed. We'll settle. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he'll get at least like 500 grand. It's like catching a fly ball, you know, home run. Somebody. He definitely got paid for that. But two and pass, um, Jags, Colts. You know, we think Jonathan Taylor will be back, so he will be interesting. Low-scoring game, though. Nobody's really going to play this game. Lawrence has struggled as of late. Christian Kirk is not the same uh, um, guy that he was early in the season. So it's a fade spot for me. If you want to take a shot, maybe James Robinson, maybe Evan Ingram, and, of course, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, both in play. But slow pace in this game. I'm Xing it out. Joe, let's have you cover the Niners versus the Falcons. Who do you like in this game? Uh, you got to like Wilson. They're, they're hitting the ball. He's been running all over the place. They definitely are a one-first team. So this Atlanta defense is nothing to be scared of. Uh, they should be able to get what they want. Um, I want to get my shares of the Niners. Wilson's my first choice. And my second choice, you, know, you can pick from the bunch, but I'm going to go with uh, Kittle. They got him a little bit more involved last week, so I think he can have a, a big day here this week as well. Dave, on the Falcon side of this game, who do you like? Nobody. <laughs> and guess what i all right how's this i like sia's comment um <laughs> in, in the room but i like nobody on the falcons terrible matchup terrible week out here they're doing pretty much a 50 50 share in the backfield i can't there's nothing i can play drake london got shut down last week you know Pitts was a late inactive nah so tampa bay pittsburgh brady with the the miracle call um, that started the whole, you know, trend on Twitter this entire weekend about the roughing the passer. And then that KC game just, you know, buried it even worse. It's, it's a debacle now. I don't even know what's wrong with Teddy Bridgewater. He like looked completely fine. Um, in that game and Joel, you, you drafted him last week. So weird situation with roughing the passer. Look, the, the Steelers got lit up by the bills. The bills were the stack that you needed last week. So Fournette in play, Mike Evans in play, Chris Godwin in play, Brady in play. Nobody for the Steelers. I don't care what their price is. You know, Bucks defense in play as well. This game, low scoring, 43 and a half. Probably a fade spot for most. Now, Joe, talk about the Patriots and the Browns. You have one of the best value running backs in Stevenson and the best running back in the league right now in Nick Chubb. You like either of those two plays from this game? Yeah, I think the Patriots with their quarterback situation are going to have to run the ball a lot. And with Harris out, you know, Stevenson might get 30 carries. So I think at his price tag, he makes a lot of sense. And on the other side, um, you know, not Chubb is the obvious play, but I think someone who's sneakily coming on at a good price is David Njoku. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've really featured him. They've thrown him a lot, the ball a lot. He's basically a receiver. So you're getting a guy who's pretty involved at a pretty good price this week. Now, Dave, cover cover this entire game. You got the Vikings and Dolphins. Let's assume, you know, it's Tuesday night. Let's assume Teddy Bridgewater is playing in this game. Vikings, Justin Jefferson looked great last weekend. Who do you like from both sides here? You know, it's funny. He did the show with Ghost on Sunday, and he put it perfect with Kirk Cousins. We're in that good cycle. I mean, you know, it's going to turn real quick here, but I think it's another good Kirk Cousins game. We're right at the, you know, it's like a full moon, right? You know, the thing's going to start calming down here. But I like Cousins in this one. I think there is value in Jefferson once again. Um, Miami got lit up last week. <laughs> I mean, the Jets put up 40. A little bit of that was on the quarterback, Skylar Thompson. I get it. But um, in the end, I like Cousins. I like Jefferson. And Cook is the man. He's getting the ball again. So I, I would – I'd find a way – um, probably not play all three, but in different lineups, play definitely, um, you know, spread them out. But on the other side, Mostert was one of my big plays last week. I'm comfortable going back to him. 
he's 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 the bell cow there. Um, Edmonds gets like one, you know, carry a game now. They're just done with that experiment. Mostert had a huge game. I can't touch the receivers unless I know Bridgewater is playing, but I could touch Mostert no matter what. Joe, cover the Jets and Packers. Your Giants took out the Packers. I like that move because I'm in a big survivor pool. A lot of people loaded up on the Packers, so help me out now. Now you got the Jets trying to beat Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Probably not going to happen. Any love for these Jets players? And if you're on the the Packers side of things, who do you like on that side? Well, I really do like Brees Hall. Brees Hall is starting to come around. Listen, he was the best running back in college last year. He was the best rookie coming into this class. I think he started off a little bit slow, but last week they really featured him. And you're starting to see that he's a really good player. Now, this Packers defense is nothing to, you know, know, stiff at. They're a good defense, but – I think his usage is is just so high, and he's a good player. So he's someone that's definitely on my radar. Other than him, I'm not looking really at much else in this game. Yeah, Green Bay, I think Aaron Jones is in play. Dub's got a fair price at 4.8. If you want to take a shot, Tani in 3.6. Also makes some sense. Now, Joel, your Giants are playing at home against the Ravens. Their defense looks good. And I don't know if you saw it, but there was some uh, sideline work. Let's call it sideline work being done on the Giants' side. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which, which if you haven't seen the video, you want to go check that out on Twitter. Kind of funny. Um, I think I shared it at one point um, with everybody the other day. But your Giants, man, they're surprising. I don't know how they're doing it. It's mostly Saquon Barkley. Can Daniel Jones be sneaky in this game? You know, any of these pass catchers, anybody you like on the Giants side, not named Barkley. And if you're running your back um, on the Baltimore side, Giants defense has been good. Who would you run it back with? So Barkley is really the only Giants offensive player you can have any real confidence in. The only one I'll mention is a dart throw. If you want to go super cheap, maybe a tight end and, and play Bellinger, he's getting some targets a game and you can save some salary. He's not going to break the slate, but if he catches a touchdown, he'll pay off his salary. Um, on the Ravens side, I do, I, you know, you got to respect this Giants defense. They, they haven't really gotten killed by anyone. They, they have a good scheme. They're well coached. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, Andrews is a great player any week, so I wouldn't say you don't play him. But other than that, I wouldn't target anyone else. Yeah, I agree with you, man. It is Mark Andrews. Lamar Jackson always in play. And same thing, Barkley, Ellinger, the only two guys. And maybe we want to take a shot, big GPPs, talking million makers, Daniel Jones. Maybe he rushes in for a couple. Now the Bengals and Saints, look, it's, it's, it's crazy to see these Bengals, you know, struggling offensively. T. Higgins, nowhere to be found in the last game. Jamar Chase kind of stepped up, didn't do much. Uh, Mixon just can't break out. So I'm pretty much a fade here on the Bengals side, 44-point you know, over-under. And then when Taysom Hill vulturing, not one but two, three touchdowns here for the Saints, look, I, I have no real faith in Kamara you know, breaking the slate, but Kamara is in play. Olave – if he's good to go, he's in play. Got to get word on Michael Thomas. But for the most part, maybe a defensive stand with the Saints here at home, but a game that I'm probably going to be fading for the most part. Now, Dave, Baker Mayfield, man, if you heard me talk about this dude, I've been shitting on this guy for about like six months. I saw a stat. Since they've like done the QBR rating, there's only one quarterback who started the season worse than him. Joel, you want to take a guess who that is? Sam Darnold. Dave? 
Started to see. See, I would have said Nathan Peterman out of Buffalo. One of the worst said, draft picks ever. So Jamarcus Russell. There you go. That's who it was. Yeah, yeah. Jamarcus Russell. So at least you know what one of the worst draft picks are. Look, this is going to be ugly as PJ Walker, but it probably be better than Baker Mayfield. Any love for some Carolina? Maybe these guys come out there and, you know, prove that they don't want Baker back here. Maybe McCaffrey and on the Rams side, they need to win a game as well. Your thoughts here? Yeah, I do, I do think I'm going to see, I, you know, McCaffrey 8.3 is a little high versus the Rams. I, I'm feeling we could find a better spot, but um, I think Carolina will show some heart. They said the locker room looks good. It's tight. I So I got I to investigate a little more. I might play a little McCaffrey, but Walker at 4.9 is very intriguing. I, I'm telling you, it, it might sound crazy, but at that price, you know, we just need 20 to really hit value, and that's possible. On the Rams side, it's cup, cup, cup. You had him in your lineup last week. How can you just – at this point, I mean, Stafford looks one way. He's only looking at one guy, um, and we got to just ride him. So, yeah, I don't trust the running game. Akers and Henderson were bad. Cup. Joel, last two games of the slate, I think 99.999% of the ownership is going to be coming from these two games. Nuts. Geno Smith is the real deal. I don't care what anybody says. The guy is making throws that not too many quarterbacks can actually make in this league. He looks amazing. Kenneth Walker, 5.4. Great value with Rashard Penny out. Metcalf and Lockett aren't priced up. They're in play. I like the Seattle side. We have question marks on James Conner. If he's out, maybe Eno. Marquise Brown getting all the targets split between him and Zach Ertz. Now, Joe, Kyler Murray, any love here for Kyler? If If you're stacking Kyler, who are you really going with in this slate? You know, I think Kyler could have a good game. I just think at 7.3, he hasn't been playing well enough for me to want to pay up for him. I think there's other guys I'd rather pay up for, and there's value quarterbacks I'd rather go. So I don't love Kyler in this spot. I do think you can play Ertz or Brown on as, as receivers because he really only throws to them, so they get a really good target share. Um, but on the other side of the ball, you're right. The Seahawks team looks kind of decent, which is surprising. But I really like Kenneth Walker. I, I think if he's going to be the bell cow and they can get him the ball – um, I think he's going to surprise people. He was amazing in college, uh, and I think we're going to start seeing some of that when he gets to be a featured back. Yep, yep, yep. And then the monster, the hammer, whatever you want to call it, the revenge game for, for Josh Allen and the Bills. 54-point over-under. Um, everybody's playable. Like, everybody in this yep. game is going to be playable to some extent. Obviously, Juju can't catch balls. Um, so maybe he's not in play. The The Chiefs' backfield is very muddy right now. It's not just the Hilaire show. McKinnon and Pacheco, depending on the game, are being involved heavily. Travis Kelsey, kind of good. And I was joking. We had somebody at the Sharp app have a parlay of touchdown props, and he needed Hilaire to cap off like an eight, eight-leg parlay. I don't know if you saw the game, but like one of their first touchdowns was – CH got in, but it was a half yard out, and we posted it up on Twitter. I'm like, I wouldn't cash out for three G's. It was like an $8,000, like $10 parlay. But I said I definitely would hedge with a Kelsey touchdown. Didn't think he'd go out there and vulture a whole four. Oh. But um, he ended up losing. It was a tough loss. But, um, Joe, prime targets in this game. Who would it be? I mean, like you said, you can really go anywhere. I think – the guy, one of the guys I'm targeting the most, who I'm really high on right now, is Marquez Valdez Scantling. 
Uh, he seems to be rising as one of their premier. Obviously, Kelsey's the number one, but they're getting him more and more involved. I think he's surpassing Juju at 4.5. I think you're getting a really good price on a guy who's going to be in one of the highest scoring environments of the day. Um, on the other side of the ball, Buffalo doesn't run the ball, and the Chiefs have a good run day, so we're just airing it out. Take all the pass catchers, right? If you want to go Diggs, I like Davis. If McKenzie's healthy, we'll play him. If Kenzie's not healthy, whoever replaces him, I'll play him. If you want to play the tight end, sure. Whoever can catch the ball for Josh Allen, I'm, I'll play. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what goes on. Dave, let us know, man. Tell us who won last week. I didn't do any of the math, but tell us who won here so we can get our draft going and kind of, you know, get it all right. And let's go ahead and do this thing, man. Uh, yeah, I'll unveil it. Jay, you took it down. That gives you your second one. It's now two me, two you, and one Joel. It's a real tight race, but you had a, you had a solid week. If I can say anything, you had the most balanced lineup. Um, none of us really hit on a quarterback. I had Zach and you had Teddy, Joel, and in that game, we just didn't get the production. You had T-Law, Jay, which wasn't great, but you were balanced everywhere else. And um, you, know, you took it down by eight points. So you're. it's up to you who goes. Um, I'm going to go first myself. Uh, I never get to go first. You guys always screw me over. But this is actually a really tough – who to go first? Do I go out there and get the value running back? Do I get the top quarterback? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play defense right now because I think Joel wants this guy. That's why I was asking Joel all these questions. I think he wants Kenneth Walker, so I'm gonna steal Kenny Walker from Joel, um, take him off the board, and I'm gonna let uh let's let Joel go second since he's. He's uh standing next to me in this stream. So, Joel, you go second here, man. All right. Um, I do like Kenneth Walker, and I probably would have taken him. I don't think I would have taken him first, but, yes, he would have definitely been in my in my draft poll for sure. Um, man, this is a tough one. Where to go first here is a tough decision. Uh, so many good players you want, and it, it, I, I had the same dilemma right now. I know, and I want to be like strategic and make sure I get somebody that like. All right, so I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with John Stevenson on the okay. Patriots. You know, I do think he'll get about 30 carries. He's old. He's not. It's not a cupcake of a matchup, but I just think the volume is, uh, it's just going to be too high for him here. All right. Did you see his salary? I'm looking. It's sixteen. Six thousand straight. Yep. All right. Cool. Six thousand straight. All right. I mean. I got it right. I got to, you know, kick it off with Josh Allen. He he brought it home one week for me. I think this is a huge revenge spot for him. Um, he's going to be highly motivated. Joel, you said the exact words. They don't run very well. And if they do, guess who it's with? Josh Allen. So uh, I'll take Allen here. And I'm going to double back with Gabe Davis. He had one of those amazing games in Kansas City last year. And we saw him resurface last week. I'll take the 2K discount over Diggs and hope we get one of those big Gabe Davis games again since I'm paying up for quarterback. I think that, that strategy certainly makes sense. Um, who man, I'm gonna tough in here. So I'm gonna go value at quarterback. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Jason's boy. Give me Gino. Oh man, uh, you ruined everything for me. I was gonna go him number one too, man. I thought I was gonna come back and get him. Damn it, Joe. Now I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I got to take him out of my lineup. Ugh. 
And now Josh Allen is out, so I guess I'm not going to take quarterback for a while. Let me go out there and uh, grab Stefan Diggs. One. And then... Damn, you guys screwed me up here. Ugh, some ugly quarterbacks out there. I'm going to go... Uh, Tyler Lockett, 5,600 next. All right. He had a good game last week. He did. Um, ooh, you guys are put, I was, I was planning, obviously, to pair Lockett with Geno, so you're putting me in a pickle here. I'm spiking you, Joel. You're taking my picks. Right. I'm taking your picks. Man. I know. This is, this is a very defensive I'm, I'm hedging. Game. All I got to do is beat you. you. You win hundreds of thousands of dollars. I can just beat you. It's, it's all even, man. All right, if that's the game we're going to play, then, uh, you know, I really wish I could redo this draft now because then I have to go different directions. <laughs> but I'm stuck to where I am. I'm going to go with Mike Evans. Uh, I think the Patriots are going to score a lot of points. He's their top weapon. Uh, so I'll start with him. Okay. All right. Okay. The Buccaneers. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And that was first Pittsburgh. So you saw what Buffalo did to them last week. That, that's good. Um, I'm going to go with one of your – all-Stars last week, Joel, as my first one here with Brees Hall. I agree. He, he's becoming one of the better options, not in just fantasy, but in DFS. And if I can get him under 6000 I think that's still a good price. Um, which brings me to this game that I'm just going to do a big game stack. And I like MVS as well. Uh, he caught one off his face mask. But other than that, he was targeted a ton um, on Monday night, 4,500 seems like a steal. So I'll take MVS um, to game stack this one. This is amazing. I was literally just – I already had him in my lineup. Now I got to re This never happened on this show. We usually never steal each other's picks. All right. Um, I will then audible this over to – Decisions, Decisions – all right, go ahead and give me – you said – did you already take Gabe Davis? Yeah. Unbelievable. All right. <laughs> Everybody gonna... wants action in the same two games. That's why everybody's lineup is not going to flow as easy as we thought. Go ahead and give me Zach Ertz. Um... Oh, you just took my pick, you bum. <laughs> What's going on here? You know, the, 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 the Seahawks have been the worst team in the league against tight ends. The Cardinals only have two guys that throw it over, which is one of them. So it's a good matchup for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely a good matchup there. Um, I don't even know if I'm doing the math right here, but uh, pressure's got to me. I'm going to go with Kelsey and Marquise Brown. And I probably won't have any money left for my entire lineup. But as long as I beat you guys, I'm okay. So what was that running back I need to put in my lineup, Dave? Who's that guy's <laughs> name? Horvath, um, whatever his name is. Yeah, Xander. <laughs> Xander. <laughs> You're going to pull one of mine. What's uh, Marquis? Oh, 7,200. Yeah. Yeah, I got no, I got I, no money left. I'm broke. No, I, I think you're ending in PG, PJ Walker territory. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, honestly, I really don't hate PJ Walker. So no, he, do I. I don't. You know, he doesn't have to do that much to, to pay off his, his value. Um, 
All right, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Dave's boy here. I'm gonna take Rasheem Mostert. Um, I think if especially if Bridgewater's out and two is out, they're gonna just run the ball as much as they can and and not try and risk Aaron out too much. So he might just have a lot of volume. So I think it's a good situation for him. It really is. Good pick there. Especially again, under six thousand seems like a, a real good sweet spot. Uh I, I didn't know if I want to pay up. So right now I'm going to settle. I still, he's just getting so many targets in the past game. I'm going to go Leonard Fournette. Um, he's just been so good for them lately. Um, I know, you know, White's getting some carries here and there, but Fournette's still paying off. He was one of the top three running backs last week. So I'll go there and then, you know, I'm going to try and mix it up early here. And I'm going to take the Bucks defense against Kenny Pickett. Um, try and get you know some value off the board early. It worked last week with the 49ers. There you go. It's my turn now. No, back to Joel. All right, good. Ooh, I had no man, idea man. who I was picking. Thank God, Joel. Okay. Give me some time here, man. Okay, I'm also kind of lost. So I'm going to take a minute and I'm going to figure this out. What does that leave me? Uh, oh, yikes. Okay. Um, there's really, I am, I am in a predicament. Uh, I'm in, I'm in a worse predicament. I don't even think I have enough salary left. <laughs> I'm going to take a risky pick here. Very risky. So I just go with him. All right. Uh, why don't I'm gonna go ahead and take let's see how they work. Yeah, throw me give me Randall Cobb. I mean he's he's uh, Aaron Rodgers number one target. He got a lot of looks last week. You know, he I do think he's over the hill, but at forty four hundred he's a nice salary saver in here. Yeah, right. um um I gotta hope for it's my turn, right? Yep. I gotta hope for an injury to James Conner. I know um he was a little bit banged up at the end of that game. He checked out okay, but due to me doing his little game stack here and I'm really scrambling, this is a, a gamble here, but let me go Eno Benjamin, 4,600 um, to go out there and kind of complete that line that line stack in Arizona. So I got Marquise Brown Eno with Walker and Lockett. I really wanted um, Geno Smith, obviously, but that didn't work out here, so Got to go a little bit different here. And then as far as value wide receivers here, uh, let me just take a look. See one second here. Joel, help me out for a second. Talk to me about your Giants, man. Who do they still have at wide receiver here? Who, who do you think they lined up this weekend? Me. honestly it's a crapshoot i I don't even it's a different player every week there's no one consistent the the most consistent guy i guess is the tight end bellinger who's cheap but i i wouldn't recommend any giants receivers no giants receivers i need somebody cheap here hold on a second let me uh let me think for a second here. Oh, man. I mean, Ricky Scrambling James is probably the safest one if you want to commit to one. Yeah, I can't. He's too expensive for me. Can't even afford uh, James here with the way my lineup is shaking out here. Uh, what's the cheapest defense here? 24, 3,400. DJ Walker. 
<laughs> I'm not going to pick him yet. Um, let me go ahead and go double tight end. I need some savings here. And you know what? Give me Bellinger. Let me go with Bellinger, double tight end. All right. And you got two picks, right? Do I? Yeah. Okay. Um, hold on. I got to see what my my uh, salary is here. Give me – give me the – oh, God, this is ugly. Give me the Giants defense. All That's right. a good choice. That's a good choice. Um, all right. I'm going to follow this up, and I'm going to take – what kind of salary you got remaining? I'm trying to play a little defense here. Uh, go ahead and give me – This is the toughest draft guest in, in history of mankind right now. <laughs> this is definitely a tough one. I'm going to take Mark Andrews. All right, double tight end as well. Double tight end it up. It's going to be like if it's me and Joel, it's going to be like neck to neck at the end because we're like opposite on every pick. <laughs> With Gino, I got his pass catchers. <laughs> See what happens. All right, well, I'll stick with the tight end theme and I'll take mine and I'll take Will Disley. Um, been getting a good amount of shares. I want a piece of that game. Um, and as we know, I mean, we saw last week. Uh, Dallas Goddard got a little loose against uh, the Cardinals. So, what's he, 3,100. And I'll take one of the heroes in DFS last week, hoping I, Isaiah McKenzie stays out. And I'll go Khalil Shakir um, and stick with this big high-scoring game. 3,700 leaves me with 69. Very nice on the way in. I like uh, that. All right, to you, Joe. All right. Well, this pick here, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, DK Metcalf. So I got somebody to put with Gino. They have a big game. We'll put me in a good spot here. There you go. If I was a cheater, uh, I would go with Kirk Cousins. But uh, Kelsey's 7,800, so I'm forced to go with uh, Uh. Daniel Jones here. So I got the Jones to Bellinger combination, which I definitely would not play. But – Look, I wanted to get digs. I want to get some big pass catchers. My math was a little bit off early on. Um, but Baltimore's defense is probably one of the worst defenses out there. So I, I think we can get there potentially. Not a great correlation with the Giants D either, but the rest of the lineup is solid. This is more just to, to beat you guys. I would not advise playing Daniel Jones, Bellinger. Giants D is in play. There's not really many cheap defenses out there, but they can go out there and potentially um, – you know, force a turnover or two against Lamar for sure. I like it. You know, I got a I got an interesting cheap D play myself. I'm going to take the Panthers D. They are the cheapest. Um, but I actually kind of like them this week. The The Rams offensive line's a mess, and the Panthers do have some decent pass rushers. So they can get a couple sacks, you know, get me a couple points at the cheapest salary. Um, I think they could pay off their, that, that price. Nice, yeah. Like Stafford. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I you know, I thought um what's his name? Matt Ryan had a horrible game. That's all Stafford. They're they're even to me. But um 
I'm going to end it with I still have 6,900. I'm going to go with Joe Mixon. I, it's just he's getting the carries. He's getting the shares. Um, still scoring double digits. I'm ready for that breakout game. Uh, Kenneth Walker had a huge run last week against the Saints. D. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was against the Saints. D. So, yeah, I like Mixon this week to polish off. I think a well-rounded lineup, and I got four players in that big high-scoring game. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, this is the first week that I do not like my team at all. Typically, I enter my team into the middle. I don't even know if I want to enter this team into the middle because it's kind of ugly, but I'm going to do it anyways. We'll see what happens. I don't want to make a, a mistake and not enter this lineup and, and, sure. it, and it crashes, um, you know, just and doesn't get used at all. Joe, I survived another week, took the bills last week. My survivor pool is still up and running on DK. I think I know where I'm going to go. I have, you know, some good teams available here. I want to get your take on it, though. I still have the Bucks, who should have, you know, what looks to be an easy matchup here. I still have the Chargers, and I still have – what was the other team I was looking at? Uh, who else was it? Rams? No, I took the Rams. Right I have the Chargers. And I have – who else was it that I was looking at? Uh, I can't remember. Or the Niners, too. So, I got the Niners, Bucks, or the Chargers. You got any leans on those three teams? Those were – I was just looking. Those were going to be the three teams I would recommend. So we're on the same final three. Um, Denver has looked really bad. The Chargers are home. I think that's a that's a fair play. The Bucks are I just I just don't see a scenario how Pittsburgh can compete with this Tampa team. So I think I'd probably go Tampa one, then Chargers two. Niners would be in play two, but um that's probably my third of the three. Dave, what's your choice there between those three? Yeah, I, I think for me it's Tampa. Um, you know, they survived last week, obviously, um with that awful roughing the passer call, but I think they got to win one with margin and the Steelers are just mailing it in um, on both sides of the ball. Um, Kenny Pickett's trying to fight people now. Um, so, you know, I, they're a mess. I, I like the bucks in that one. I, it's funny. It's just, there's something about when a team changes coaches, they could either implode or they could really play inspired ball. So I'm a little worried about that Rams game for some reason. I, I just, I'm going to stay away. That's when Joel puts the Rams uh, I mean, the, the Panthers are going to parlay with the money line and wins $10,000 like you did with the Colts a uh, couple weeks ago. Let's go through these lines. you got Thursday night game, Commanders plus one against the Bears. Thoughts, Dave? Who do you like there? Yeah, I I think I like the Bears. I think Ron Rivera has, has done enough damage to his team. In pretty bad comment, for sure. Yeah, pretty bad, and he tries to backtrack and, and, and make it all well with Carson. And look. I know Carson stinks. I'm wearing green. He wore green once. We mutually know he stinks. Now Ron Rivera knows. Now the whole team knows. Now the whole world knows. So give me the Bears. Joe, you got to play there? Commanders, Bears? Betting that you. game tomorrow? I'll take the Bears. Yeah. Over under 37 and a half. You know, these, these NFL schedule makers really know how to bless us with Thursday night games, man. <laughs> it's really, really terrible. Bucks, Steelers, you know – Probably a stay away spot. Eight and a half is a lot of points, but the Steelers do suck. Um, Dave, you're capping this game. Who do you got, Buck Steelers? It, it seems too easy, doesn't it? Um, yeah. 
I, but I will at this point. I'm going to lean Bucks. I am. I, I don't love the number over the key number, um, and the Bucks just haven't shown an ability to win by with a lot of margin this year. But still, I'll take Bucks. Joel, Jets Packers. I'm kind of leading on the Jets here plus seven because the Packers have looked pretty bad. But the Packers at home. Rogers got kind of embarrassed by your Giants. Jets plus seven. I give me the points. I, I do think the Packers win the game, but I don't think they win by seven. I'll take the points. I'm gonna back you up with another one. Do your Giants continue the miracle run at home plus five against the Ravers and Lamar Jackson? Oh man, uh, that's a, that's a good line too. Um, yeah, I'm, I I just won't make it play. I'm just not gonna. Dave, you got something there, man? Are you going with the Ravens? Must win for them, potentially? I'll tell you, the Giants, great. Great story, great win, um, you know, great second half. I think it's just a tough spot. It's it's not about necessarily the opponent, but flying over to London, having that emotional win, coming back stateside. Uh, I'll take the Ravens, but I tell you what, I'm, I'm respecting everything the Giants are putting together right now. I do think they can stay close. I just think the Ravens. You know, they've been better on the road this year, by the way, as well. So it's ho- at home is where they've blown their game. So I'll take Baltimore. This is an easy one, but not an easy one because the Falcons cover every single week of wow. the season so far. They they miracle backdoored, and they almost, you know, they almost could have won that game if it wasn't for that call. But Niners go into Atlanta, favored by five and a half. Dave, thoughts on this game? Are you going to ride the Falcons one more time? No, I'm not. And now I feel terrible because now I'm on like three favorites and that's not my game usually. But I I just think San Fran, I got to see what they did. A lot of times they tend to um, stay on the East Coast and not go back West. And if they did that, I'll like the Niners a lot more. So uh, keep an eye on that. They were just in Carolina. So if they stayed on the East Coast, I, I, I like that strategy and I would take the Niners. Joel Bengals getting, I mean, given two points against the Saints, the Saints look good, Taysom Hill. Um, we don't know if Jameis is back yet. Any thoughts there down in New Orleans? Uh, I think I, 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 right now the Saints are a mess. I just, you can't trust. I don't even know who they're playing. Half the team's hurt. Uh, I think they got with the Bengals here. Yeah, stay away spot for now. Kind of the same thing right now. We don't know who's going to be quarterbacking the Dolphins. The way the line looks right now, only plus three. It looks like Bridgewater will be back. That's my guess there. Dave, if Bridgewater is back, at home, plus three, you got the Vikings or the Dolphins? Dolphins. Uh, and, and I think Bridgewater was fine to play in that game, but because they messed two yeah. up so much, it, it was – and the elbow that's bad is on the non-throwing elbow. So um, I'm comfortable with the Dolphins rebounding. The one thing I am slightly worried about, it looks like Tyreek might miss this one. Um, so we got to keep an eye on that. And But I still – Minnesota is a fluke, man. They, they really are. I mean, they're 4-1. I get it, but – Come on. Bears almost came back and won that game. Joel, let's go to the two late games. Let's skip the rest of the games. Two late games. Cardinals, Seahawks, minus two and a half, over under 51. Does this game live up to the hype? Because I feel like everybody's going to either be stacking this game or the Buffalo game. What is your thoughts here? Who wins this game? Is it a shootout? Every It seems like every Seattle game is a shootout. That's why... I like it, and Vegas likes it for 51. Your thoughts? Give me Geno Smith at home. And you know what I want to do? 
buy that half a point. Give yourself the full three. I think the full three is a critical number. I would like to get up to three, and I'd feel great about that. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I'm kind of pissed I didn't cover last week. They should have covered that game. Um, Some weird plays here and there. And then, Joe, strategy time. Buffalo Bills, Casey, you're building five lineups. How many lineups have exposure to this game? And I'm by, by exposure, I mean stacking this game with either the quarterbacks or like three, four, five players. You know, a, a lot. This is going to be, I think, going to be a shootout. I definitely want to have a lot of exposure to this game. But even in lineups where I get different and I maybe want to go more value at quarterbacks, I don't like that. I still will probably play one or two guys who are on a quarterback stack and just get some exposure because there's going to be points. This isn't, this isn't going to be a 14-10 game. So uh, find some way to get, get some exposure. And you're, everybody, I, I feel like, from initial conversation, is leaning Allen over Mahomes here. Do you like Mahomes at all in this game? Or is it really for every, let's call it, one Mahomes, you're making two or three Josh Allen stacks? So I probably actually won't play as much Mahomes and Allen as as most people would think for the reason that for big GPPs, I think there will be a cheaper quarterback that will have a good day, and then I can get more exposure to other big-time salary guys elsewhere. So I try as much as I can not to pay up at quarterback because I think that's the strategy. You could find the cheap quarterback that has a big day. If I were going to go with one of them, um, Allen is, is my choice. Yeah, Dave, same kind of thing here. And I'll ask you the last question of the show, at least the last question I got. Eagles at home, minus four and a half here. Cowboys, I think I saw a stat today on Twitter. The Cowboys, I, I hope I wrote it, I read it right, and it was a legit stat. I think it said the Cowboys, like the only team who haven't let up two touchdowns in a game this year. I don't, I don't know if that's right. I don't know, Joel, if you want to fact check that. But, Dave, your thoughts here, man. Do, do the Cowboys – you know, find a way to contain Jalen Hurts and his offense. Yeah, I do think so. I, I think I said it on this show last week, and I, I know I said it on another show, that the Eagles would struggle to cover against the Cardinals. Um, it was a look-ahead game with Dallas, and a lot of things factored into that. And, and I think we're in a similar situation now. Um, I think four and a half is a little high for the Eagles this week. I do think they, they play an inspired tough game. They've shown an ability to close out games late. Um but Dallas is going to be able to make some hay on the offensive line. The Eagles are missing, you know, probably Mylotta again. Dickerson got banged up last game. So the O-line's a little shaky going into this one. Um, and that's not good news against that defensive front of the Cowboys. So I, I think the Cowboys hang in this one in a low-scoring game but and cover, but the Eagles win. I disagree, man. I think the Eagles roll here. I think it's, I the, the, it's, it's the – Swan song for Cooper Rush. I think Jerry Jones almost wants to lose so they can bring Dak in peacefully without like them burning, yeah. you know, at the stake here. So I don't know, four and a half for a team that you know has played undefeated. That's complete. Where I think they win this game is defensively. I don't think they win it just by you know a shootout. I think they shut down this offense potentially in Cooper Rush here. So that's my thoughts here, Joel. Millie Maker lineups. What is a stack that wins the Millie Maker? Give me a quarterback wide receiver combination that takes down the Millie. It's not Daniel Jones to uh, Bellinger, is it? Nope, it's the GOAT. It's Tom Brady and Evans and Godwin. You can go with all of them. They're going to score so many points. This this Pittsburgh team is a mess. Give me the Buccaneers to, to light it up. And, you know, I'm going to add 
I, I sat on it. I thought about it. I am going to take the Giants in the points. The Giants are going to beat the Ravens. There you, there you go. There you go. There you go. Dave. And Joe, if, you, if you're doing any crazy parlays, man, just text me to parlay. You're not competing against me. Let me take some of the sports books money. So if you got some good parlays going into this weekend, you know, throw it in our expert chat at winddailysports.com. Send me a text to Dave, Millie Maker lineup. What's the stack combination that you want? I'm going to tell you, I, I feel good about this one, but I think it's the Bengals. And I, it's Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase returning to New Orleans, returning to Louisiana where they won a national championship with LSU. I like those two to put up some points in the Superdome. And and I think you can this week actually have a little piece of mixing with them. I usually don't recommend the running back, receiver, and quarterback combo, but uh, Mixon gets enough um, targets in the past game that I think you could potentially be able to play all three this week and be a millie maker. To me, it's going to be Geno Smith to uh, Metcalf and Lockett. I think Seattle goes out there and plays – you know, a tough game. They win the game outright. I like the run backs in this game with Marquise Brown and Zach Gertz and, and maybe some value at, at both running back spots. So that's a game I think I'm going to try to, you know, be over the field on. Obviously, the KC Bills game, great game stack environment. And everything else on the board is not even close to those two games. You know, they're all – everything else is, is 42 to 44 points, and these two games late are 51 and 54. So make sure you get your exposure here to those games. Um, there could be some sneaky stacks that take it, um, but that's that's the game stack that I think a lot of good defenses are going against each other this week. A lot of bad quarterbacks are going against, you know, mediocre teams as well. So sneaky, if you want to go sneaky, I think if you want to talk a little revenge, it will be Aaron Rodgers. Um, maybe a, a Rodgers to Dubs or Lazard. Um, and a run back of some Jets because the Jets somehow, some way are playing high score games. So that could be the sneaky one. Any last thoughts here before we get out of here, guys? Yeah, I think like last week, we're going to see some running backs in the five and six K range um, that are really going to be able to pop. Uh, we saw a bunch of them last week. And uh, I, I think we've highlighted a few already, but like your guys like Eno, I think is a good pick. Um, you know, he, we got some some backs out there with good value that allow you to pay up in some other spots. I agree, Joe. Any last thoughts before we get out? No, I agree. You can find your value this week. There's some clear smash spots everyone will be on. So find your value plays, get exposure to those big games, and uh, have a week. Yeah, check out the PGA DraftCast. Joe's handing out $20,000 winning lineups on, on Tuesdays. He did it before this show. Friday night, got our college football show. You guys have been killing it every single week. If you've been following these guys' plays, you've definitely been cashing. We'll be doing our Sunday live stream at 11 a.m. Hop in our expert chat at winddailysports.com. Use promo code WINBIG. Projection miles, lineup optimizer, all that kind of stuff. Like and subscribe to the channel. Really helps us out. So we're out of here. Good luck in your games for week six. 